So hello and welcome to ESPN Cricket Info Stump Mike. I'm Kartik Ayer and this is the latest in our IPL team previews. The first Sunday of IPL 2021, we'll see Sunrisers Hyderabad face the Kolkata Knight Riders and therefore we've got a star-studded panel together to preview both the teams. For the first time in IPL 2021 on Stump Mike, welcome Shreesha. Hi, uh thanks for having me here. Uh, looking forward to the chat. Absolutely looking forward to hearing from you as well. All the way from England we have Matt Roller who specifically requested for Sunrisers Hyderabad because they sound and I quote interesting. <laughs> Hi Kartik, thanks very much for having me. Yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into these two teams. I think uh, yeah, Sunrisers will get onto them properly, but I see them as sort of dark horses for this year. Mm, and along with Shreesh and Matt is of course Gaurav Sundaraman. Hey ji stats. Hey, and I don't see Sunrisers as a dark horse at all. I think they're favourites. Wow. Okay. So, right off the bat there, Gaurav says Sunrisers, Hyderabad are favourites. But we will start with the two-time champions. We will start with Kolkata Knight Riders. And I'm going to start immediately with the big guns. Because just before we came on air, Matt Rolo was saying that this is, in effect, a comeback season for Dre Russ, for Andre Russell. The biggest hitter probably in world cricket and Kolkata Knight Riders superstar. Um, Roller, you were saying that he is coming off a what a gym stint, a training stint with the Dallas Cowboys, an American football team. Yeah, I think he. I think this was arranged by the the KKR management, and I think he spent about six six to eight weeks with them uh, just at the start of the year. But he's had a very strange time of it, really. He obviously had a a pretty quiet season uh, in the UAE, especially uh, on the back of such a remarkable season in 2019. I think he only. Played 10 games, only scored about 120 runs in uh, in the 2020 season, which is none by his high standards. Um, and he also it, had COVID at some point earlier this year. So it'll be interesting to see whether that's had any sort of detrimental effect on him. But yeah, I think it's a massive season for Russell because after that sort of underwhelming year, he's he sort of needs to um, have another, another jaw dropper really to sort of uh, propel himself back into the conversation about the great T20 batsman of of the modern era. And uh, obviously that's such a strong point for KKR at the moment that their lower middle order and their middle order batting with him, Owen Morgan, uh, Dinesh Kartik, and uh, probably one of Sunil Narayan and Shakib as we'll get onto. It'll be very interesting to see how he goes and especially with the ball as well, because he gives them so much extra flexibility as a sixth option, uh, especially if he can bowl in the middle overs and at the death. Um, so yeah, really interesting to see how he goes this season on the back of uh, a lengthy preseason. So you're saying that he's fit. This stint with the Dallas Cowboys using their facilities has worked. As far as I'm aware, yeah. Um, and, and I think it'll be really interesting to see just on the lack of uh, cricket that he's played recently, how quickly he gets up to speed and towards that uh, that hitting form that we, we use, we're sort of so used to seeing from him. First three games, the KKR player at Chennai, which probably isn't particularly well suited to him. But then as the tournament goes on, they go to Mumbai, Ahmedabad and then Chinnaswamy where he played that famous innings a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, really interesting to see how he goes. Shrest, Kolkata Knight Riders finished fifth last season. They were level on points. They ended level on points with the two teams above them. Uh, will they want a massive comeback now this year? I mean, that would have been hard, right? Finishing fifth just on net run rate and not based on the points themselves. So this has happened two years in a row now for KKR. So it is something they have to clearly work uh, work around because the, what happens is they win the close games and then the games they lose, they lose by such a big margin that uh, 
the net run rate takes a big hit. So that is a problem with the team. And um, that is something they'll have to deal with. Uh, they haven't made much, too many changes for the squad for this tournament, uh, apart from a few. So the team is set in that sense, and it will be the full uh, stint for Owen Morgan as captain. And um, they'll definitely be, be looking to be one of the top two teams, and they know they have it. Uh, they know they have the personnel for it. It's just about which KKR turns up on each of the 14 games. Right, but there is one big return, right, Shresh? Shakib Hassan, he was serving his uh, band uh, last year from uh, cricket, and now he's back in the Kolkata side. Uh, how important will he be come the 2021 season? So, Shakib was a really interesting buy uh, uh, from a few of my people who I was talking to. Uh, he was one of the most popular choices for by the franchises who put who put names in for the auction. But eventually, just a couple of teams uh, were going for Shakib and he got bought by KKR. Now, see, he is a player who hasn't necessarily played a lot for the other franchises. But in Kolkata, you'll see, because of the uh, the language bonding which he will have with the fans of Kolkata, he's going to give him that extra 5% uh, to do much better. And Shakib has won the title, right? He has. With KKR? He, he has. has. I, th- I think he was on the field when the winning runs were hit in at least one of the seasons. So he 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 knows this sort of K- uh, Kolkata personality very well. He knows the owners, uh, Shah Rukh uh, and uh, Venki Mysore and these people really well. And what he does is he, he sort of segues, allows the team to segue from uh, anchor-driven top three to a hard-hitting bottom three. Uh, I mean, the middle order. And uh, if he plays, he's going to be in that number four role probably. And uh, with his bowling, op- left-arm bowling, he's going to be very useful in at least to set the momentum rolling for KKR in the first few games because they play in Chennai. And we know they play in Chennai for the first three games. And we know uh, Chennai, how how good it is for spinners. And he has the skills to definitely exploit those sort of Chennai conditions which are around. But you have to ask yourself, Shresh, is there a place for him in that level? I mean, you have Morgan, who is captaining the entire season, so he can't be dropped. Then you have Russell, you have Narayan, you have Lockie Ferguson and Pat Cummins. So where is the place for Shakib Hulasan? This is the question I think that Rolo was asking before we started recording as well. What is Kolkata's overseas combination? So it obviously depends on the ground. So I I do think that he will start off because uh, they play the first three games in Chennai. So I think they'll give him a shot with that. And I think he's the world's number two all-rounder. So there's no reason why he doesn't, why anyone would think that he doesn't have the skills to uh, pull something like this off, uh, be a good fit for Kolkata. Probably it means that uh, uh, Sunil Narayan will miss out. Uh, I think uh, Sunil Narayan's been an IPL great, but I think this will be the season where we'll see very little of him. And uh, uh, and the one more reason for Sunil Narayan not being. Uh, not being used so much this season is obviously his batting has fallen, but there's Varun Chakraborty who does the similar role what Peak Sunil Narayan did, and that is one of the reasons why I also I think it's going against Narayan a spot in this eleven, and I think uh, Shakib makes it there, and you know he gives that bit of experience in that sort of top order of sorts because uh, we know Morgan Kartik Russell is going to come in at five six seven, and if Shakib comes in at four, it, it it just gives that perfect balance for the team. Gaurav, do you concur? Is it Shakib over Sunil Narayan for you as well? Uh, yes, if at all, Shakib's going to play. 
and uh, like for example in a team like sunrisers whom they are playing first there are a lot of right handers up there in the in the top 6 uh, top 7 right barring warner most of them are right handers so i think uh, in a team against a team like that it makes sense to maybe start off with shakib uh and if at all shakib plays it will be instead of narain because i don't see morgan cummins and russell or locky for that matter if locky and cummins are interchangeable so that's how i think they would uh, line up so uh, shakib would be a direct replacement for uh, narain and they would just swap the big unknown with narain is exactly what state his bowling is in and what state his bowling action is in um probably more to that point because you know we've seen him have problems with his action over the last year or so and there have been times like during the cpl for example just before he got called he was bowling really well but again problems come up with with the action it happened in the ipl as well against kings 11 where i think it was his best bowling performance and then uh, he he stopped playing for the next few games so you know that his best bowling comes with that sort of uh, action with that question mark and when he all eyes are on him um, that bowling can get hit on its day yes matt go on The only thing I would also add with Narine is that um it, you know obviously Shakib is a much more has much more stability in terms of his batting and is clearly a sort of more technically correct batsman and everything but we did see a couple of innings last year where Narine was used in that sort of floating number 4 role as a spin hitter um which worked really well I remember in particular the one against Delhi Capitals where Shreyas Iyer sort of it didn't go back to his quicks and Narine just took them to pieces um so i think you know if they get into that situation where they need a couple of wins for the playoffs then the rhines batting could almost um play into his favor because of the fact he has such a high ceiling as a batsman even if his sort of overall returns have dipped quite a lot in the past couple of years so one thing which kkr the mistake which kkr i thought made last season is uh they didn't choose their first 11 uh, they didn't get to their first 11 very soon so it took them a lot of time to uh, understand that they made a lot of changes with the batting order even even with the actual 11 you know uh, playing locky extremely late starting off with a completely different team not knowing where dinesh kartik uh, should bat so in spite of doing all these mistakes over the last uh, two seasons they've actually been kind of off the boil and in spite of that they've just been they've just fallen short of qualifying so it clearly shows that they have a lot of things going for them right it is just that they need to put everything together i i, I think too many people are making decisions that's the, my reading from the outside so i think with now morgan being fully at the helm and morgan mccallum and uh, generally uh, i think the team is morgan's team more now and that could augur really well for kkr so uh, if they can get the combinations right and russell uh, is back in form i think they have a very very um, good chance and don't forget morgan has one more uh, extra uh, special card up his sleeve uh, of course makalam he loves makalam but there's also nathan leeman i think who's with uh, who's england's uh, strategist and he's the consultant strategist this time at kkr so morgan will have that another extra sort of person to bounce some ideas off and someone who thinks the way morgan thinks so you know th- this team could play very much the way uh, england plays i mean uh, it it could go th- through that angle also uh, they might they they they're looking to bat as deep as possible and you know you'll see that i think uh, this season with uh, nathan leeman also joining the think tank you know someone who's been getting very very rave reviews in england though not for his performances on the field has been dinesh kartik uh, after his uh, mat i'm sure you can tell us more about it after his what we're hearing is it been a tremendous commentator with kai during the series yeah Yeah, he he was really good and and in particular got um some very positive reviews about his uh his collection of shirts 
it was one colourful one after another throughout the series, you know, well-groomed man. Uh, but yeah, no, he, he sort of managed to have the knack there with, uh, there, there were, I think there was a bowling change in the final game where he said, someone asked him, you know, would you would you really be bringing Shardell Thacker back on right now? And he said, yeah, he's he's exactly the sort of guy that will break a partnership with an absolute nothing ball out of nowhere. And lo and behold, Thacker took a wicket with a low full toss, something like that. Um, but yeah, DK is a really interesting one. They kind of messed him about a bit last year, didn't they? Moving him up the order, um, sort of batting at number three at times. I think he's best used as a finisher, but the problem they have is that they have, you know, Morgan and Russell, who are both world-class in their role as well. Um, personally, I'd probably be more inclined to have one of Morgan and Russell carded to bat at number four or five, whichever, uh, depending on the combination they go for, and have DK slightly lower down, maybe break up the... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just basically use the ability he has, the innovation he has against pace um, in the death overs. But yeah, interesting to see whether they start with him uh, carded as a number six or a number seven, or whether they stick with him as a three or a four. You all all agreed that Shakib Hassan will most likely play their first match versus Sunrisers Hyderabad for KKR. KKR, of course, begin their season in Chennai, which brings me to Harbhajan Singh. A 40-year-old India great who Shreshed Kolkata picked up at the auction. Do you see him having a starting berth, at least at the start of the season, especially when they're going to be playing in Chennai? So, I think uh, because Varun Chakravarti brings a bit of mystery option uh, against Sunrisers especially, um, I think he will stay in that game. But I, what I think Harbhajan's role will be is that he'll be Varun's backup. Uh, because Varun's very, very injury-prone. You know, we know that he hasn't had the traditional route towards uh, top-flight cricket, so his body has just hasn't been trained that way. And so he is quite injury-prone, and I think Bhaji might be used in that sense. Otherwise, it's hard for him to get a place in this team when, uh, I mean, as a, as a third spinner, I, I, I really don't see it happening. Uh, Nitish Rana can bowl a bit of spin as well, and that, that goes against, against Bhaji's chances as well. So uh, I don't see him. Okay, let's move on to the other spinner in Kolkata Knight Riders ranks. And I think this one is important. Kuldeep Yadav, he has of late lost his place in the India side. He's also lost his place in the Kolkata Knight Riders side. Gaurav, we spoke in our RCB preview about Yuzvendra Chahal. Kuldeep is in a similar boat. In fact, he's probably even in a smaller boat than Chahal is. Yeah, how things change. I think two years back, he was so important. And now he's, he doesn't even seem to find a place in the eleven. To be very honest, if he doesn't play much this season, he's better off uh, being picked by some other team. And I think he might be actually a starter in a lot of other teams, say a team like Rajasthan, for example. But uh, yeah, it's it's a tough one. And again, we have to see how the pitchers behave if they want to play Kuldeep, Naren, Varun. They have enough options now. Varun makes a big difference. And we don't know, again, uh, with his injury uh, uh what his injury status is and how well he he actually does. So if Varun doesn't do well and uh, if his first season was just uh, uh, kind of a fluke, then uh, I think Kuldeep will have a role to play. But he needs to uh, really show something uh, which more from a mental side he needs to change because he got smashed against England and a lot of things didn't work out for him. He's not had match practice also. So maybe if he plays two, three games, he will he will get there. But but if you're, what you're saying happens and Kuldeep doesn't get a regular run of games, is that him done for any chances of him being selected to India squad for the T20 World Cup? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I think now Indian, Indian team have more options and it, yeah, it'll be really, really tough for him to uh, make that squad. 
GS, is it fair to say that the, the venues KKR play at probably count against Cool Deep a bit as well, um, given they start at Chennai and then go to three, I would say, relatively sort of seam-friendly or just batting-friendly grounds in, in Mumbai, Ahmedabad and Chinnaswamy? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, that uh, That's a big, big aspect of this year's IPL, right? Uh, it's a very different kind of uh, scheduling, different you play on the same venue uh, for quite continuously. And you want to get used to that venue. You know what's going to work, what's not going to work. So, uh, yeah, uh, you're spot on. I don't think... Uh, this, that too, they have spinners who actually don't really depend on the pitches. So that's the beauty of KKR. They have Varun and Sunil Narayan and Shakib to a certain extent who don't really depend too much on the uh, on on the pitch. Uh, Kuldeep also really does not depend because he's a risk spinner. But we've seen his margin of error. He cannot afford to uh, be error prone. At least the other guys are economical. When Kuldeep gets hit, he gets really hit. At least the last uh, two uh, years. So that. The upside for the other three spinners are much more higher than what uh, the upside for Kuldeep is. Shreshth, Varun and I, we were having a conversation about about RCB, of course. And when we were having this chat, saying that guys like Siraj, Saini and even a Washington Sundar, they're probably different cricketers now than they were even last season, simply because of their experience that they've had with the India side. And it's been a remarkable winter into spring for India. Is that the same with Prasad Krishna? I mean, he's come into the ODI side. He's done pretty impressively in the in the few chances that, that he's got so far. Is it now a better bowler, even better than what he was last season or before? Well, let's just put one thing into perspective uh, early on, is that in this Kolkata eleven. The only Indian uh, player who plays white ball or white ball cricket or T20 cricket or ODI cricket for his uh, country is Prasid Krishna. Like Gil doesn't play Tripathi Rana. None of them play as consistently as Prasid might play now. So um, yeah, he's going to uh, come into the tournament with that sort of confidence of bowling against sort of the best batting lineup in the world. But Prasid Krishna can also blow hot and cold. Uh, you know, uh, consistency is what they'll be looking for and. Um, it also depends on how well, uh, where where he's bowling. Actually, um, we've seen that he he does struggle in certain uh, times of uh, in the game, and uh, as a new ball bowler, he might he might get hit a lot, and um, that is something we have to keep an eye out on to see whether he's got the confidence now to sort of uh, own the new ball uh, time as well. Because in the death, he is good, but he does get hit for runs. But even the best can get hit for runs. So that's going to be the challenge to see how he does with the new ball. All right, then, Shreish, let's start with you. Pick one domestic and one foreign player who are going to be the standout performers for KKR this season. Uh, uh, let's start with the domestic. I think it'll be Shubman Gill. I think what he's going to do is he's going to uh, just dis- they- they'll decide that he's going to be the anchor. Okay, Shubman, you bat 60 balls, you give us 90 runs. And the other 60 balls, we'll try to get 150 runs. I think that's uh, uh, whatever. So that is the sort of thing they're going to... England, uh, sorry, KKR are going to go with. And I think it will be a big season for Gil. Towards, like after Chennai, like in Chennai, he has the skills to really do some really good batting where the run rate is going to be low. It's going to suit a sort of batting. And the other true grounds, he's going to, he has the potential to be maybe, maybe one of the top scorers of the tournament. Uh, he's also matured now uh, one more year. So that helps. Um, so I am backing him uh, definitely but, more but, than... But, but when, you, when you say that, Shreesh, when you say that 
he has to get 90 in 60 balls okay it's that that is a very specific number but that's like at a strike rate of what 150 shuman is not that kind of player right so you're saying that he can become that kind of player to reach that i think his career strike rate in t20s is around the 130 mark slightly lesser than that in fact yeah so i think what's going to go his way is the sort of pitches where he's going to be playing this time um and uh, and because the way kkr are stacking up Uh, as last we saw last season and even this season, they're going to be batting fairly deep. Okay, and uh, now that we have Owen Morgan as captain as well, uh, I think that's going to be the sort of it'll be the England template. Uh, honestly, that's what I feel. Where where Gill uh, is not the hardest hitter, but he hits hard enough, and then Tripathi, Rana, Morgan, DK, Russell, Cummins—they just hit as much as they can. So I think you'll see Gill playing a lot of crucial roles in. Uh, and also uh, among indian players who else is there that's the sort of big question isn't it and so i think gill will play a big role and um, as for foreigners i think uh, this will this could be shakib season you know where shakib uh, again once again proves why why he's so underrated like uh, he's 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 just way too underrated to sometimes not even get picked in ipl sides or not even uh, get a chance to play and uh, i i think uh, he he'll be a very good fit in kkr I actually had Gill in my mind, but not because he's going to play an anchor role. I just think he will be very. Oh come on! All of your last year said Shubman Gill, Shubman Gill. Give me a new answer. No, no, no. I'm definitely giving you a new answer. Uh, I thought it would. I, I, I think Gill would have a good season, but this time I would go with Varun Chakravarti. I think he will repeat his uh, performance. He has the skill, and overseas I, I can't think beyond Andre Russell. Varun Chakravarti was got a correct me if I'm wrong, but he was selected in the India squad, but then. Fitness issues happen. Is that is that a confidence killer? By it, it, it could be right. Like especially at his age. Yes, but uh, that's where I think the franchise uh, kind of takes care of them. Franchise makes sure that they guy uh, they're always in touch with the players. So there's a backup now. Uh, in olden olden times, this was not there. So a lot of franchise like MIK, they they do a lot of stuff for the players. They have some academies to go and practice. And in fact, Varun Chakravarti, when he didn't make the India bubble, he was with the KKR bubble uh, pretty soon. So he's been there for some time. Uh, he's uh, he has good backing he had a great season last time so i think uh, he has the skill uh, so it's just four overs i think he'll uh, he'll get to pretty well and it's going to be very um, uh, i think he will have a good season and from the reason i picked russell is uh, again kkr have done so much for him they've made him uh, miss a lot of uh, tournaments in between to just to work on his fitness work on his power and i'm just so excited and waiting to see what which russell turns up the 2019 one or the 2020 one so it's going to be super exciting and i i think russell is in for a big big season i think you made two great choices there uh, gorov uh, obviously varun is an x factor i was just worried that teams would have focused so hard the analysts who gorov you you know how analysts work so well they're going to be working so hard to figure out varun chakravarti that i i have a from a perspective of of other kkr fans i i would fear that varun could blow hot and cold this season you know i think they will stick with him because uh, that's what i mean they might do but i feel that teams might sort of either look to play him out the way they used to look to play out uh, narayan so varun because varun's a wicket taking option he might not get the wickets which kkr are looking from him and with russell more than his batting i mean of course his batting is so attractive but i think his death overs bowling can also be a massive a uh, role have a massive role to play if kkr need to win because you remember that game against sunrisers he nearly he somehow he 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 defended that few runs in that 
uh, last over against Warner where he was struggling as a as a as an athlete. So I think both these aspects also need to be considered. Matt, before you give me your picks, I'm going to draw you back to something Gaurav uh, alluded to a little while ago, where he said the two of them were interchangeable. So pick one, yeah. If you have to get can get only one in your eleven, and it's most likely Kolkata will get only one. Pat Cummins or Lockie Ferguson? Yeah, well, I was just about to say that I think uh, I think Lockie will come into it similar to last year as the tournament wears on, and uh, you know Morgan has spoken quite a bit about how he's hoping to use Mark Wood in particular in the England side in this sort of enforcer role, coming in in the middle overs, bowling high pace to guys who are used to batting against spin, and I can see him doing something similar, especially when we get to the sort of uh, the point halfway through the competition where KKR play a lot of games in Ahmedabad. Uh, I can see him using Lockie in a similar way. So I think Lockie will have a really big season. Um, I, I think Cummins will probably start in the 11. Um, but I, I mean, it's not impossible that they can squeeze both in and uh, play neither of Narayan and Shakib at some point later in the season. Um, so yeah, I think Lockie. And then in terms of a domestic player, I think might do well. Um, probably worth mentioning Shivan Marvi, I think. Um, he had a decent year last year. He's not guaranteed to start, but um, I think... From, from the limited times I've seen him, I've been quite impressed with his pace and he sort of seems to have, you know, the raw materials to succeed, especially in a similar role coming in through the middle overs. What I'm very, very interested to see is how Morgan, the captain, um, works with KKR. Will it be something similar to what he does for England? Because one big difference is that they don't have the same kind of opening power which England has. And that kind of completely changes the way... Uh, uh, he thinks, right? They have such a powerful uh, opening combination with in England. They don't have the same here. So I'm just very curious to see if everybody changes their game and if they're all about six hitting. I realize I should have asked this before, but Owen Morgan's fit, right? After his split webbing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's fine. So he's 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 a hundred percent good to go. Okay. So in 2019 and in 2020, Kolkata Knight Riders finish fifth on a net run rate. Is this a year that they will make the playoffs after a gap, Shrisht? Yes, they will. But there's a big disclaimer to that. And that is that they have to turn up in every game, sort of the, the constant, the KKR, which stays the same and not fluctuating in their performances. That's going to be very key. This has to be a lesson that they've learned from past. I think they missed the last uh, semi by just eight runs, uh, uh, which in net run rate was a few, few, few decimal points. And so that is going to be key. And also if they keep their 11 right that is also going to be very important because they're so prone to chopping and changing and they have not done themselves favors by picking up guys like Sheldon Jackson, Karun Nair, Pawan Negi and so on who who's actually which brings a bit more headache because Tripathi Rana you know they're not uh, they're not international India players you know they're not people who 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 would like walk into an 11 but they are good good players who who should probably start, but because they're so similar in skills to someone like, say, Sheldon Jackson or Karun Nair, I just, I just hope that the KKR uh, management stick with the uh, proper eleven or twelve which they keep as a first team, and if they do that, uh, they definitely have a good chance. Gaurav, yeah, I think uh, they'll make it this time fairly comfortably. Fairly comfortably make it, Rola. I, I, I'm not sure they'll make it that comfortably, but I think they might squeeze in in fourth. Mm, all right, so maybe the net run rate will work in their favor this time. And one one last thing, if I just can mention, uh, I forgot. And that is that I think Russell is a hype player. And uh, the fact that there was no crowd in the UAE might, might have something to do with his sort of uh, disappointing batting performances last season. And I think this season also there will not be crowds. And um, he, I, I just feel that he's a hype player and uh, 
that that might be a reason why uh, Russell sometimes blows hot and cold when uh, there is no crowd around. All right, we'll just have to wait and see. Kolkata's first game is against the Sunrisers Hyderabad on the first Sunday of the Indian Premier League. And the next team that we're going to preview with the same three are the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Okay, a full disclosure here. When I looked at the Sunrisers side today in preparation for this podcast, I saw hardly any new players. I mean, the biggest name they had bought at the auction was Kedar Jadav, which made me go, eh. Uh, they got in Jason Roy as a replacement. I do not have much to say about the Sunrisers. But speaking to particularly Matt Roller and Gaurav Sundaraman, Matt, we'll begin with you before the podcast. Y'all are fairly confident that Sunrisers are really, really good. Yeah, well, interesting to hear GS say that he thinks they're sort of outright favourites. I think most people would probably mark Mumbai just because of the prospect of the three-peat as favourites. So I had them as dark horses because I think they're the team probably best equipped to... Uh... By that logic, Matt, everyone apart from Mumbai become the dark horses. Right? <laughs> well, it's true. No, I think um, basically, I think the reason I, I'm optimistic for Sunrise is about their chances. Um, firstly, I think the venues really play into their hands. Um, their first nine games are split between uh, Chennai and Delhi, uh, which, which are pretty much ideal um, for, for the bowling attack they have. Lots of pace-off options. Um, no sort of out-and-out pace bowlers. Um, and they have a particularly good record at Delhi over the years as well. And then secondly, I think, um, you know, they, they came, they did pretty well last year. You know, they lost the second qualifier to Delhi, um, despite the fact that I don't think at any point they did they have the right side out or the right combination or anything like that. Um, whereas this year, I think with a, with a sort of full, full bill of health, um, you know, there are some question marks about Warner and Williamson, and whether they'll be able to play all 14 group games. But with a sort of clean bill of health, I think they they just have a really strong side in terms of a, a very stable batting core and then arguably the best attack in the league when you consider uh, Boovie's return to both fitness and form during the uh, during the white ball games so, against so England. So what, what, what's the status on Warner and Williamson? As far as I'm aware, Warner's been managing this sort of groin problem for however long now, a long time since sort of midway through the, or even the start of the Australian summer. Um, and I think Williamson as well has missed a couple of games for New Zealand when he's been he's been resting through um, sort of soft tissue injury as well. So I think both of them should be fine, but there's obviously the, the prospect of them being rotated out at times. Um, I, I would expect, and correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, I would expect both of them to play um, on Sunday as we stand recording this a couple of days out. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're not guaranteed to play every single game. All right, Gaurav, the stage is yours. Why are Sunrisers Hyderabad favourites, or maybe second favourites, yeah, after Mumbai Indians? So pretty much the same reasons as Matt said. They're playing in venues which are very suitable to them. They have great players of spin and they also have very good spinners. And They've made five out of five playoffs in the last five years. So not many people talk about them. Last year was one year when I really thought they won't make it. I, did, I didn't have them in my top four, but somehow they made a late surge and qualified. Because the thing is, David Warner cannot keep performing every year. He was, again, not at his best last season. Uh, he struggled, but he made still he made 500 runs. So uh, the thing is, Warner, Rashid, Bastos... And- it, isn't David Warner the one who scored like 10, centu- 10 half centuries against Kings Eleven in a row? Yeah, it is. No wonder they changed their name. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
the thing is yeah so they have a lot of uh, good players in their team they have bhuvi who's coming back and that's a solid uh, addition bhuvi sandeep sharma uh, t natarajan rashid khan mujib nabi whatever so whatever combination they play the kind at least there are three or four bowlers who i feel are very tough to uh, hit and tough to be expensive time and again on top of that they're playing in chennai and delhi so i think for 150 160 scores this team is awesome uh, again very important that they get their best 11 on the park uh, i have been hearing that kane and warner are recovering from injuries and we they're not too sure how uh, fast they can start or how best they would be uh, so we have to wait and see which is why they've got in a, a replacement in jason roy who's in good form he's good play a good player of spin he's improved a lot and he can get those uh, fast starts uh, basto who's been in form as well so they have two guys who are in form so maybe uh, obviously warner or williamson has have to play in terms of captaincy but if at all they if they're not in good uh, form or they injured uh, they have a good replacement so i'll be curious to see uh, how they fit in both rashid and mujib i think in chennai for example you don't need a player like jason holder that middle order uh, problem ha- can be solved by uh, likes of kedar jada vijay shankar uh, abdul samad and priyam garg they have enough options for that so if they play rashid and mujib so just imagine mujib and bhuvi in the power play then you have rashid in the middle orders middle overs and then you have natu in the death so it's only the fifth bowler who fifth or sixth bowler who potentially could uh, maybe go for runs and that's why i have them as favorites no oh, absolutely shresh when you look at it and this is a common thread that we've been drawing on all our previews about national team performances particularly for india again in srh we have two guys Natarajan and Bhuvneshwar Kumar who returned to the India fold as well they will be key yeah the bowling uh, at the death for sure is going to be uh, based on how Bhuvi and Natarajan do because that's four overs right there in the death you know and uh, Bhuvi has Sandeep Sharma at the top for some help uh, with the new ball as well so yeah Bhuvi and Natarajan will be key uh, it will be good to see, it's interesting to see how Natarajan uh, uh, does on his return we saw that in in the england games when natarajan was playing is that he had moved away from the yorkers i don't know if he uh, if he started learning some other skills uh, in the nets which he was trying to execute but he'll have to get back to that natarajan which we knew of in his srh the srh colors and not necessarily the one we saw in england i'm sorry against england in india and uh, if natarajan does that um, it will be a little a little death overs attack Okay, that's excellent. The other one that they've got in, and Shreesh, I think you made a reference to this, was Kedar Jadhav into the side, and you said this. What this what this also does is it brings some experience to SRH's middle order. Yeah, although Jadhav's not in the best of form, or he's he sort of people have lost confidence in his batting ability. Uh, it'll be the one thing which worried, I'm sure, which worried the SRH top order was that their uh, lower middle order had guys like. Samad Garg Abhishek Sharma which although they did really well in a few games if you remember it was fascinating to watch um because of these three youngsters there the top order was playing a bit differently uh, be it Besto going a little less aggressive than usual or Manish Pandey playing in a very unusual manner this is what i wanted to ask you so is this where now that you mentioned that is this where Manish Pandey has maybe fallen short of that potential i mean he's 31 now and we've been hearing about him for a long time i mean some people are, are can be very late bloomers I and mean, obviously Manish Pandey has will be disappointed by his own performances in the ipl for a few seasons and uh, it's Manish Pandey an enigma actually uh, you know he's he's he has so much energy as a fielder 
as he he seems that he seems in a good place in the field but when he gets under the helmet with the bat uh, something else happens to him you know uh, and uh, he plays those uh, nagging innings which actually hurt the team a lot you know uh, 15 ball 12 6 20 ball 20 which which causes a lot of harm teams would rather have him get out for a two ball duck if, if needed and um, yeah he'll, he'll definitely be disappointed but just returning to the jadav thing uh, he might be jadav might get a place instead of maybe say someone like abhishek sharma maybe because both have a little bit of a bowling option and don't forget jadav's bowling uh, it can be quite useful uh, in, in especially in places like uh, delhi and chennai the sunrisers hyderabad size is not a lot change from from the 2020 edition the expectation is that they will do well garav we'll start with you simply because you said that they are one of the favorites for the title we're assuming that they're going to reach the playoffs but who will be their maybe their standout overseas and domestic player for me, it's Bhuvaneshwar Kumar and Rashid Khan. A very uh, cliched answer, very obvious answer. But I think Bhuvi has a lot to prove. He's missed out on a lot of matches, a lot of time due to fitness issues. Really hope he plays the full season and has a uh, has an amazing season. He should be uh, winning the purple cap uh, for me uh, if he plays full season. And Rashid Khan, yes, uh, no doubt. Uh, every year, people think that he's going to... Uh, uh, law of average is going to... Uh, get the better of him people have figured him out no chance people have st- still struggle against Ashid Khan what a bowler okay I mean it's it's nice right that for Sunrisers Hyderabad it may be just one of the only franchises Matt that you will probably select bowlers as players to watch yeah I mean 100% um, Rashid Khan I think the interesting one for me actually I, I'll probably disagree a bit with what Shres was saying about Jadav I don't really see him playing too much to be honest I think in in three years at CSK, his strike rate was below 100 overall. So I, I'm struggling to see how he gets in. But the domestic player I'm actually really interested to see how he does is um, Abdul Samad, uh, who who had didn't quite he did he, he didn't um, have that much opportunity to bat last year because some risers go for this strategy where their openers bat throughout most of the innings or as much as they can. They have one guy who bats for 19 or 20 overs if they can. Um, so there's not too much role for a fin- too much room for a finisher even to face a lot of balls. But Samad struck at 170 last season in the in the limited opportunities that he got, and is I think still only 19 or 20. Um, so this could be a real breakout season for him. And if he gets a, a little bit more chance at times to um, to sort of fly at, at number six or even number five in that middle order, um, especially coming in with quite a decent platform. Uh, already set I think he could have a really a really good breakout season I think the power that he gets compared to a lot of sort of young domestic Indian batsmen you see coming into the IPL that's the one thing they lack whereas he has such a free swing um, that I can I can see him having a really good year all right uh, Shresht we know that Matt Roller said that uh, Sunrisers are dark horses so we're we're guessing that he also means that they're getting into the playoffs so is Gaurav we haven't heard from you though where do you see Sunrisers Hyderabad finishing uh, so they have a lot of options, okay, for every sort of position, which sometimes can uh, mess with the mind. And um, you know, there's Roy versus Best as the combination. Uh, whether you play Holder, whether you play Mujib, whether you play uh, Nabi, uh, what about Vijay Shankar? Should he play instead of uh, Holder? Should Saha open instead? Uh, and maybe Best to misses out. So there's all these sort of questions which uh, Sunrisers will be uh, dealing with. So. Uh, 
uh, if they get those things right, and uh, honestly, nobody knows the right answer to many of those questions, then um, they definitely uh, have a great chance of, in fact, winning the whole tournament. And uh, when it comes to top four, they're definitely favorites to make the top four because of how consistent they have been in past performances. You have to, you have to sort of uh, have to go with them for the top four. That's a no-brainer. All right. So before we let you all go, this Sunday is, of course, Sunrisers Hyderabad versus KKR. Shreesh, a prediction for the match. Do uh, you need to ask me? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, okay, yeah, maybe may Matt and GS have convinced you that Sunrisers Hyderabad are so good that KKR can afford to lose this one. How about that? It, it's it's very possible, and uh, and I think uh, Sunrisers have more players uh, with them who have been playing cricket consistently, regularly, uh, and uh, that might uh, end up being a difference. But if uh, uh, KKR will become favourites if uh, Warner does not play. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I just wanted to mention one thing as well, which is that um, obviously Tom Moody is back at Sunrisers this year in a sort of director of cricket role. Um, so really interested to see how the dynamic works between him and Trevor Bayliss. They're obviously known for playing quite different styles of cricket. Bayliss with the England side was all about positivity and attack, like we've spoken about with Morgan, whereas Moody was probably much more uh, bowling heavy when he was Sunrisers coach. So I, I the 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 gist and the vibe I get is that it'll probably be more of a Moody team than a Bayless team this year. Um, but interesting to see what the balance is there. Um, if it is a Moody team, I think they'll probably do something like post 150 and then defend it uh, comfortably in the first game. Mm. All right, we'll just have to wait and see. Sunday will tell us which one of y'all were right with your predictions. Gaurav, Shreshd and Matt, thank you so much for joining us on this preview of the Kolkata Knight Riders and Sunrisers Hyderabad ahead of IPL 2021.